It's time for your morning brew. Grab a cup of joe and get caught up on everything you need to know. Here's Schlereth and Evans. Hey, before we uh, start the brew, somebody asked, one of our 6 a.m. texters asked, Maybe you could share with your uncool 6 a.m. listeners what cap, no cap means, <laughs> which I understand. I understand the question because mm-hmm. uh, all the people who totally know what cap and no cap means, they don't get up till around 930. Yes. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So why don't you explain to the uh, okay, well, people I will not in the know. explain it to you like it was explained to me. <laughs> um, cap would be like putting a cap on something like, hey... That's not necessarily true, or that's false. Um, you know, that's like, uh, oh man, that's cap. You know, that's not, that's not, that ain't cool. It ain't true. It ain't whatever. No cap means, man, that ain't no lie. That is, that is straight spitting truth Whole in people's milk. eyes. Whole milk. So All think right. of it is, think of it. Cap is skim milk, right? No cap. Whole milk. Skim milk. So, Rogue, Sydney, Gore, our uh, new new board off here on the show, <laughs> our resident uh, Gen Zer. Yeah, how'd I do? How'd he do? Honestly, that was straight up, one hundred percent cap. True. That was cap. No, that no. was no cap. No That's cap. No cap. See, no, see, see? I, was te- I was testing her. Oh, see, no, I, I think you were confused. No, no, no. I think you. I think you. Do you know how many times my daughter and son have used cap and no cap with me? Do you do you use it back on them? I have started to use it back on them. Well, not I have. I've been doing it for a while, and they just give me kind of that 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 like, right, oh, like you're that. a wise ass grin, huh? Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah, like, yeah. yes, I am. Yes, and that's no cap. That's no cap. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I All right, love here it. we go. And that's T- no cap. Todd, mm-hmm. <laughs> there you go. Todd Helton. That would be Hall of Famer Todd Helton to uh, you and me. Yeah, yeah. I would use the word the, the word validate. Um, yeah, I was kind of talking to my wife, and it's kind of one thing I said. Um, you know, kind of everything I've done is kind of, it, it really did happen. And, uh, yeah, mm. you know, yeah, and it was good enough to make it to the Hall of Fame. That's awesome. Yeah, it really did happen. Almost surreal, right? When you sit back and look at it. I think sometimes it's hard to see kind of the forest through the trees when you're actually in it. And then to be able to sit back and have this time away and, kind of get that uh, 10,000 foot view and go, wow, you know, amazing. Because, yeah, there's always that, like what you battle through injuries and everything else that you go through. And, you know, Todd is going to show up for 155 of the 162 a year or whatever it is. Like he's he's going to be there the long haul. You know when it's really going to hit him? You've been to Cooperstown. No, I have never, oh, been, never, I've been. never been to Cooperstown. I thought you might have gone with your your baseball team back in the day. No, no, no. never never went to Cooperstown. So I've, I've been a couple times, and it's just it, it's everything you expect. It's magical. Uh, it is it is an absolute bucket list place to visit if you're a baseball fan. And what what's great about it is that during Hall of Fame weekend, all the the living Hall of Famers, most of them all come out. They mm. come back, and a lot of it is just kind of. You know, you hang out. They have different discussion forum groups. They they sit around literally on like a a, a a front porch of a hotel overlooking a lake, and they just share stories and reminisce and talk baseball. Mm. And I think when when Todd finds himself in that environment, oh, looking man. around and rubbing rubbing shoulders with the all time greats, that's got to hit him at a whole nother level. That is that is so cool. I love I love. I've done a couple of events over the years that have a bunch of Hall of Famers 
that are there. And just being in the same room and, and having those discussions with those guys. and You don't even want to talk. You just want to just sit yeah, back. Just, you just want to be the proverbial fly on the wall yeah. and just listen. Yeah, it's awesome. That's really cool. Next on the morning brew, the Nuggets shake off a sluggish first half. Blow out the Pacers in the third quarter, 39-19, and then make the plays down the stretch to beat the Pacers in Indy, 114-109. Michael Malone, very confident in his uh, team's ability uh, to come through in the clutch. Regardless of this road trip, you know, we're 3-1 and right now on this road trip, you know, having won the last three in a row. Uh, but I have all the confidence in this team. You know, this team just won a championship. And when you have Nicole Jokic as a starting center, Jamal Murray as your starting point guard, and the display they put on in 20 playoff games last year, um, you know, we walk into every arena fully expecting to win. Mm. Yeah, and we got, you got, the NBA got a glimpse of, of why these guys are so special, the way that they operated down the stretch in this game. Jamal talking about why he and Jokic work uh, so well uh, together. It's just fun to have a, a partner like that to be able to play with where the, he's he's so um, unselfish, you know. That's the best way for me to put it. He's just playing the game and whatever happens, happens. So it's a lot, you know, a lot of teams in the NBA don't have that. So I'm, I'm blessed to be here, um, play with him, like a guy like that for my whole career. Yeah. You, watch, you watch those two together. Right. And that's what makes them the best closers in basketball because individually, they're both dynamic and really good and really clutch at what they do. Put the two of them together playing off each other mm. as a defense, yeah. you're helpless. It just goes to show you also, like the, the chemistry, the leadership, the things they go probably unsaid when it comes to Nicola, the team sees the way he plays the game, the way he sees the game, the way he feels the game, the way he operates within the game, the unselfishness. And I tell you, you want to lead people, man? Lead them through unselfishness. Lead them through dedication. Lead them through the way that you operate. And you can't help but see that stuff as a player. If you're if you're not blind, if you're human, now there's some guys that that probably wouldn't see that. Like, you know, there there are you, we we know the the you know the guys that that don't see that kind of thing. But they've got enough guys on their team that see it, they recognize it, and they play like it. Like he, the way they emulate him by you know by the way he plays, they try to they try to mimic. Um, and that's that's a great thing, man. It's a cool thing about the Nuggets. They they've got a they've just got a great feel about that. And what I like about the way they close, like we watched them beat the Celtics on Friday. The Celtics, they get they get down to the end of a game and they just play hero ball. Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown just clears out, goes one-on-one, tries to make some mm, very low percentage shot to try to win the game. Sure. It's, 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 it's hero ball. Whereas these two, they, at the end of the game, run and play off each other Correct. the same way they'll do on the first possession of the game in the first quarter. Nothing's forced. Mm. And that's a big difference. It's a big advantage. And it's why they're the defending champs going for two in a row. Next on the Morning Brew, the Avalanche fresh off a successful 3-2 and two road trip. Home tonight, speaking of uh, no cap, playing the Capitals. <laughs> uh, hosting Washington tonight. 
and take a good, close, clutch them tight to your chest look at these abs for the next two days. Home against Washington tonight, Friday at home against Los Angeles because then they go back out on the road again and we won't see them till after the Super Bowl at home. After this, they have a six-game road trip. Plus a, a, a break thrown in there as as well for the um, for the All-Star game. So they play uh, tonight and Friday, January 26th. Uh-huh. They play the Kings. Add in a break, All-Star break, six-game road trip. They don't come home and play again until February 18th. So enjoy yeah, these next a, two. Yeah, that's a, that's a bit of a stretch, huh? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about All-Star. I guess All-Star break in the middle is okay. Well, now you're getting not only the All-Star the break, break, but now they get they get time off. Mm-hmm. They're getting a legitimate break. Everybody does, which I, I think is good. Yeah. Maybe not so good for the fans. Well, it's no, a long break without hockey, but... What do you need a break from? Now, these guys, they... It's oh, easy. Well, come on. Here we go, football it, guy. It's easy. Come on. I mean, what do you need a break you're playing, from? You're playing every other night. You're, you're playing oh. back-to-back nights. Three games in four nights. Yeah. Four and six. Traveling. Yeah. You know, it's not like you guys who get to, you know, sit around all week. And then, you know, get on a plane and fly in and relax and eat and get up. I don't know why they need Go a, play a game. I don't know why they need home. a break. That'll do it for the morning if brew. You can play three games in four nights, then it, it certainly isn't that hard. That'll do it for the morning brew. Keep listening. We're going to have another name to call out in our flyway to Vegas. Be listening for that. And also coming up next, we're going to start to uh, take a look at some of the key moves for the Broncos in the offseason with a little game called Should They Stay or Should They Go? That's next.